There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. She'll get you talking. Badass Women's Hour XL here on Talk Radio with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. Uh, we were just talking to the fabulous Stacey Solomon I all about her. homeschooling. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. so she, badass. She is making it sound so easy. That's the thing. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I just find out what my kids are interested in and then off we go and having a bit of an explore. Yeah. yeah so easy we would love to know what you think about homeschooling could you do it with your children give us a call 0344 499 1000 or text us 87222 just remember to start your message with talk and text cost 25p plus normal sending charges or you could tweet us for free at talk radio um it is of course now time for our favorite part of the show our badass balls ups your questions are answers we try and help you out uh nat what is our first question this week So this is from Sarah, and she actually asked it in person. Uh, I'm a comms professional in a medium-sized organisation. I'd like to pitch a podcast to my boss to help promote some of our campaigns. What should I be thinking about, and what are the benefits of podcasts over other mediums like video, which we do a lot, but it's expensive and it takes ages to produce? Mm, That's a good question. Mm. Really good question. So we've had people asking about podcasting, but actually podcasting when you're at work and pitching it. Yeah. Yeah. And as a boss, if one of your employees came to you and said, I want to pitch a podcast, I want us to do a podcast, what sort of information would you want to know before you would say yes to it? So any business decision I make would be based around the business impact because you've only got finite time and resources regardless of it being a podcast and being cheaper than video and being easy to produce it's still time if you're going to do it well you've got to spend some time doing that properly you need to brand it you need to get on the right platforms you need to promote it so for me it would be like how is this going to enhance our business so we are actually launching a podcast this year and that's because we were running an event series and in my head it was like the benefits of doing a podcast rather than an event series made much more sense one for audience reach two financially and three for for my time and energy so there yeah so it's business benefits for sure for me Matt what would you want to hear uh similar really so I'd need to know why is it better than the things we're currently doing so from a cons perspective if your boss is used to using video you really need to speak in that language so in video we get this but in podcasting we could potentially get this and it's cheaper and we can do more for the time that we have that sort of thing so doing a comparison uh i think i'd need to hear some examples so if your boss doesn't listen to podcasts 
what content can you find that's similar to the sort of thing that you can produce because podcasts are a completely different beast uh, and there are different ways of doing it. Sometimes it's narrative driven, it can be interviews, uh, it could be a, a series of clips, so just being specific. And then lastly, I would say maybe speak to some of the podcasting companies that are out there and find out budget. So actually put some numbers next to it and say, you know, video costs X but podcasting costs why. But also, I, I feel like there was a lot of talk about there being a rise in video, but I'm having more and more conversations about people really enjoying podcasts, mm. but also really enjoying the fact that it's not screen time yeah. and actively wanting something that entertains them that isn't on screen. Yeah. So I think it's interesting, the podcast movement. So I agree with all that, but I would also say, how are you going to promote it? So many people think about what they need to know before they do something, then how they're going to do it. And they forget to think about how are they going to get anyone to Mm -hmm. listen, tune in, read it, et cetera, et cetera. So I would want to know how are you going to get people to listen to this podcast? Mm. Um, Well, for a start, how many people do you think should be listening to it? How big is your audience? And how are you going to reach them? Because if you don't know that, you could produce the greatest podcast in the whole wide world and no no one will hear it. (laughs) It's very true. No one will hear it. So that's the question I would be asking and thinking about how you've solved that one. Oh, so wise. Very wise today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our second question this week. Um, This is from Denise by email and she says, I've heard you talk about traveling alone in earlier shows, but I'm still not convinced I can do it. What are your favourite single girl destinations and how do you do the dinner alone thing? Basically, top tips, please. Or write a single ladies travel book. Either way, I'm hoping you'll give me the courage to go. (laughs) Oh, Denise, definitely go. We could definitely write a single ladies travel book. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, if you haven't already, do check out Departures, A Guide to Letting Go by Anna Hart, which is about travelling alone. Mm. So that's your first stop. Uh, Nat, you like to travel by yourself, don't you? I do. So my favourite travel alone destination is Copenhagen because you can spend a lot of time on a bike. There's other reasons for that, for you going to Copenhagen. The hotties. (laughs) Tall men. Yeah, the hotties. Again, you can spend lots of time on a bike looking at at hotties. (laughs) Uh, In terms of eating alone, no one really bats an eyelid. And that's the other thing. There are some places that you go to where people just think it's odd if you walk into a restaurant and ask for a table for one. Uh, But also, if you do it with confidence, then they kind of get over it. So my second place is Rome. I really enjoyed being in Rome by myself and eating out because like the pasta and the wine was so good. I didn't want to have a conversation. I just wanted to (laughs) eat it like all of it. And I didn't want to share and I didn't want to have to talk about options. I just wanted to eat. Um, Gorgeous weather. And really, and these are also cities that you can navigate and walk in very easily without getting lost, without feeling too... um, safety conscious I you know I, I wouldn't be out in the streets by myself you know rolling around too late in, into the night and Barcelona is another one as well you can kind of you know go to a bar by yourself no one's going to hassle you well no one hassled me anyway I feel like cities are easier I once went to Lanzarote because I really needed some sun and it was mm-hmm. out of season it was literally the only place that I knew last minute was going to have some sun mm-hmm. and I booked what I thought was quite a prestigious hotel and it was it was all right but it was basically coupledom it was mm-hmm. literally there were no families allowed there yeah. but coupledom and I went down I was literally the only single person there and the looks that I got at dinner it was I've got to say it was quite intimidating it mm-hmm. did take me quite a lot of 
I was going to say balls, but <laughs> to like go down and have dinner every night because I did feel like people were like, I don't know, because they're all bored of each other by, you know. I think a clear <laughs> lesson for travelling alone is don't book yourself into a couple's hotel. <laughs> I kind of yeah. did. I thought I was just going to go to a nice luxury hotel, but it's Lanzarote. I should have known better. So I definitely known. think there are destinations. But at the same time, it's kind of funny because I'm like, I wonder what they're thinking. They're probably, I don't know what they're thinking, what they think my story is as to why I'm sat there. I made one up in my head that I've been jilted at the altar and this is my honeymoon. <laughs> I think travelling alone is it's, it's one of these things. Once you do it once, yeah. you will think, why am I not doing this all the time? And if you really, really feel like everyone's going to be looking at you, it's going to be super awkward. Start small, go to the cinema by yourself. It's exactly the same experience, <laughs> but in better weather. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that is my advice. We've got more bad ass balls ups coming up. Uh, turning 40 this year, single, don't own your own home, having a bit of a midlife crisis. We'll be answering that one. And what to do if you've never been a runner or keen on hard exercise? I know that feeling. <laughs> All of that coming up here on Badass Women's Hour XL. <laughs> Welcome back to Badass Women's Hour XL with me, Harriet Minter, Emma Sexton and Natalie Campbell. We are doing our badass balls ups. Your problems, our solutions. So far, we've been tra- talking about traveling alone and pitching a podcast to your boss. Um, if you've got a problem or you've got a solution to somebody else's problems, share the wisdom. Mm. Give us a call 0344-499-1000 or text us 87222. Just remember to start your message with talk and that text costs 25p plus normal sending charges. Emma, what is our next problem? So mine comes from Mel. This is an email that we had actually. She said, I'm turning 40 this year, but I'm single. I don't own my own home and my career is okay, but not exciting or anything to write home about. I really want to live my 40s. How can I grab life by the horns a bit more? Should I try and get on the ladder and do things most people do well first email welcome for joining the 40s decade <laughs> harriet and natalie still need to catch up still but it is you. literally the best decade <laughs> any advice for male ladies i think as i've talked about this before this idea that you know if you're afraid of dying it's because there's something that you're not doing that mm. you really want to be doing and i think this is if you're afraid of your 40s it's because there's something you're not doing you really want to be doing so i would just ask yourself what if anything was possible? And don't put any, we can put some barriers on stuff really easily. Don't put any barriers on it. Don't say, oh, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I, you know, somebody's going to tell me I should be doing this. Just ask yourself, what if anything was possible? And get in touch with what it is you actually want. Um, years ago, when I was doing some coaching and my coach made me every day email her three things that I wanted just oh. to get into the habit of thinking, what do I want? Because mm. so often we're told what we should want. Yeah. That we're just hearing other people's voices. So if you don't want your own home, that's fine. If you don't want a partner, that's fine too. If you want to behave like you're 17 when you're 45, that is okay. But first of all, you've got to work out what it is you want. Mm-hmm. So that is where I would start. That. I tell people to... Um, literally sit down and visualize their perfect day from the moment they open their eyes and they wake up you know what do they see what sounds do they hear what smells you put a leg out of bed what does the floor feel like you sit up you know what what do you see where are you and that helps people get to that place of well if we just start with what a really good day a perfect day quoted fingers is and you then start to understand well where in the world you might be and maybe that perfect day is actually in the place that you're currently in you don't know until you really really from a from a heart place think about it 
I would start there and then see, okay, so, you know, how far away am I from that? What do I need to, need to shift? What do I need to change? But it really goes back to uh, the day you wake up and you feel like, yes, life is what I want it to be. Yeah, you have to get to know yourself a little bit yeah. more, don't you? But that is a really good question. But also just letting go of what is it? Because sometimes when you ask people that question, they're like, well, I don't know what I want to do. But it is thinking about those things as in how do you, f- how do you feel? What yeah. are the things that are giving you energy? Are you around lots of people? Are you working yeah. by yourself? Is the space that you're in bright and airy or mm. is it like dark and cozy? Like mm. all these sort of things and taking notice as well in your day to day of the things that you really love doing. Someone once said to me, the thing that you would do above everything else, you know when you've got that, you've got a to-do yeah. list, but you're like, oh, I can't wait, I just want to do that thing. Mm-hmm. I'd start taking notice of what those things are because they really do tell you what. Like, and remove the shoulds. The shoulds yeah. are the dangerous things. I should do that, I should buy yeah. a house. Well, like Kate said, yeah. do you want to? Yeah. Do you want a home? Yeah. Do you want to yeah. move? Do you yeah. want to be in different places? Spend some time working that out. That is our advice, Mel. Good luck and enjoy your 40s. Yay. Apparently it's the best decade. It's the best decade. <laughs> Wait for you two to catch up. <laughs> now, what's the next one? So this one uh, is from Anonymous. Uh, I met a guy out in a bar the other week. We had such interesting chats and I think there was definitely a connection there. I knew he was a bit old. Oh, I knew I was a bit older than him, but we have since connected on social media and I've realised that I'm a lot older than him. I feel a bit uncomfortable about this. Should I pursue this or walk away? Mm. Emma Sexton, you oh love a toy boy, don't first. you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's your favourite specimen. Well, you know, I'm not saying I haven't had this dilemma <laughs> in my life before. <laughs> it's a tricky one because if it was a guy, there'd be no issue. But but even with all like the Me Too stuff, mm. I would definitely, if I met a guy who was much younger than me, I would definitely be going. There'd be a certain <laughs> threshold where I'd be like... If this was a guy and a girl, it would not be, you would not think that was cool. You would think that that was pretty bleh. So why would it be okay for me to do that with another guy? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's a whole discussion about patriarchy and feminism yeah, there. Exactly. But I actually, I'm not sure I agree because I was thinking about that when Nat was reading it. And I was like, oh, I thought when you read it, I thought you read it as he was a lot older than me. And I was like, that doesn't matter. Yeah. And so if that's my thought in terms of his age versus yours, then actually it doesn't. Age is ultimately a number. But what I would say is... Oh, Kelly said that. That's true. (laughs) Age is a number so long as everyone's legal and consenting and knows what they're doing. Let's... I shouldn't have to specify that, but that is the world yes. we are in today. No, but look, seriously. Okay, so look, I'm 42. If I met a guy and I found out he was 20, is it acceptable for us to date? Yes. Do you get on with him? Do you like his company? Do you both want the same things? Now, I'm not saying that that is going to be the case. I would imagine that at 20 and at 42, you probably have different life experiences, different life outlooks and different life expectations. But if you don't, if you have genuinely connected with that person... Why does it matter? Yeah, but I could be his mother. Well, yeah, but so could, you know. That's we... okay. Well, no, I'm just obviously asking for this friend. <laughs> <laughs> Nat, would you go out with somebody a lot younger than you? So I quite like the young'uns these days. <laughs> uh, get older. I'm not going to lie. Um, they are very interesting. They're very and progressive. Fighty. They're, they're much very more feminist. Progressive. Mm. Very progressive. Mm-hmm. And their torsos are wonderful. Um I struggle because a very close family member of mine was dating someone older and I was not, so and he's male, she, she was female, and I was not happy about it at all um, because they were pursuing a relationship. If it was sexual, I think, I think, I know I would have been fine with it. 
actually it's a relationship I felt that he should have been with someone closer to his own age but if they're just a good if they're a good person and they have a good relationship does it matter <laughs> Do you know that, what? No, there's in a that, lot, in there's that a lot I'm thinking it does. No, it does feel like a yeah. dilemma. Yeah, so in, in that, so my dilemma is when it happened, I was not impressed. But in theory, I'm all about it. And now that I am of an age where these youngins are looking mighty fly, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, see the, I see the appeal. But I, ha- I wouldn't go younger than 26. But again, mm. we're basing that on looks, right? So we're saying you're yeah. just attracted to somebody for their looks. But of actually, course. if you have like, if you're genuinely attracted to them because... There is a mental connection Harry, you're talking there. to me. I, I, I don't really understand this conversation <laughs> we'll right now. We'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, final question for this week. We'll keep it quick. I've never been a runner or that keen on hard exercise, but a few of my friends have been raising money for charities by running 10Ks and even half marathons. It's making me want to go for a long distance, but I can only run for about 10 minutes before I want to stop. Any tips for helping me increase my miles and help? I need some motivation. Mm. Uh, Emma, Nat, you are both runners. Yeah. Tell us, how do you get past the I hate this, I need to stop moment? Uh, I think what you have to understand is running is not necessarily natural for your body because normally if you're running, your brain would be expecting you to run away from danger. So in the olden days, the only running you'd probably do is if a dinosaur was chasing you. So running for... <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite not how humanity ha- happened, yeah. but you know, okay, close. Fine. Is it not? <laughs> no. I ask Google. No. <laughs> I'm definitely not homeschooling any children soon, am I? Um, but I think when you first start running, there's a lot of anxiety in your body because if you're not used to running, your brain is programmed to think that this is a a panic situation so Mm -hmm. there is a lot about practicing the running and looking at your pace so definitely being aware of your body and your breathing Mm -hmm. so when you are running because it is normally a stressful situation you might find that your body is is uh, tensing that you're not breathing so well so be really aware with your breathing also you might start off your pace too quickly Mm. so the other thing to do is to slow it right down like almost like you are walking and try and run longer but much much slower I also think there's an awful lot there's some great apps out there as well I think there's like a couch to 5k that you can do so yeah there's lots of things lots of tech help Nat quickly any top tips three things buy runners magazine it really helped me try a park run because that's great because you're running with people actually running with people helps you just get through it and actually when you hit that wall you know that that wall is mental it's not physical brilliant uh, as ever, if you want to send us your problems, we love to hear from you. You can tweet us at Badass Women's Hour HR or find us on Facebook, Instagram, all the socials. Uh, come tell us your problems so we can help you out. Coming up, we have Sarah Howells of Bride. Pembrokeshire born, London based singer songwriter is going to be bringing her electric guitar into the studio, mm, getting us all revved up for Saturday night. Across the UK. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.